This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1496, Three Ways to Do Self-Study as a Business English Student with Skip Montreux. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, our guest, Skip from Down to Business English, shows us three tips to maximize your self-study if you want to improve your business English. Listen in for some great resources and strategies today. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Skip, and welcome to All Ears English. I'm excited to have you here today. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much, Lindsay, for having me on the show. Awesome. So guys, today I'm really excited to introduce to you our guest for today. We have Skip Montreux, who is from Canada, but living right now in Japan. Is that right, Skip? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And how long have you been there? I've been here a long time. I, I came over here in 1997. Oh my so gosh. So I guess that's, uh, I'd have to do the math, but around 22, 23 years. Okay. That's amazing. So guys, today we're going to talk a little bit about business English. But first, before we get into it, Skip, we do talk about Japan a fair amount on this show because I lived in Japan. Michelle has visited Japan. We've done live events in Japan. Tell me what is the most surprising thing for you as a Westerner living in Japan? What has been something that's just been really bizarre or surprising for you? Well, that's a question I get asked quite a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I have lots of standard answers, but honestly, the, uh, the most surprising thing for me when I first came here, I'm from Canada. I'm from the western part of Canada. Yes. And the population is very, very low. Mm -hmm. And I was just freaked out by how dense the population is. Oh, and yeah. I did a little research on it way back. And do you know what the population density of Tokyo is? <laughs> I don't even, I, <laughs> give us the number. I can imagine it's, it's insane. It's like f something like 380 oh. people per square kilometer. Wow. And where I am from, it's, you, any idea? 
what the population I mean, density of Canada is? I mean, five per square kilometer. <laughs> you're close. You're close. It's 7.8. Okay. So just the incredible density of <clears throat> human beings mm, is, what yeah. is the most surprising thing to me. I'm, okay. I'm quite used to it now, but that would be my answer. Absolutely. That's a great answer. And I'm sure that's not just limited to Japan. I mean, a lot of our listeners all over the world do live in cities that are really densely packed. That's, that's fascinating, Skip. So let's dive in then to business English. That's why we're having you on today. We've been talking more and more about business English on All Ears English. And you, do you specialize in business English yourself, Skip? Yeah, for the last 15 years, I have focused primarily on corporate language <clears throat> training or mm -hmm. business English. Okay. So that's, that's what I do. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So today you're going to show us three tips to be more successful when we do self-study. And how does this compare to like, is it quite different from learning in a classroom in your mind? Well, in my mind, I think self-study is extremely important, yeah. and it could be something <clears throat> that a, a student or an employee does completely independently of a yeah. classroom or in tandem with a course that they're taking. Awesome. And I'm always, most of my students are taking a class, okay. a two-hour class, once a week, and I keep telling them there's no way you're going to make progress unless you are putting in the time between classes to, yeah. to self-study. It's very, very important. That is so true. I, we find that a lot of our listeners here at All Ears English are really self-driven, independent learners. Um, and it's always good to supplement self-study with a class, but many of them don't necessarily have that option. They're busy, they have families. So let's get into those tips here, Skip. So what is number one? What's the first tip that we should follow with business English self-study? What would you say? Okay. Okay. Well, tip number one, and these are in no particular order, okay. but tip number one is make self-study part of your daily life. Mm. I mean, it's so important. Uh, and, you know, students come to my class and they ask, did you study this week? And they said, yes, I studied for three hours on Sunday. And yeah, I say, great, yeah. great. <laughs> but I would prefer it, honestly, if a student would be studying four or five times, self-studying yeah. four or five times a week in, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 minute sessions, mm -hmm. you know, really focused uh, review and acquisition sessions on their own. Mm -hmm. I think the re repetition is very, very important. Yes. Tell me a little bit about acquisition, balancing out. So one of your key tips here is to balance out acquisition and review. Tell me a little bit about uh, the idea behind that. For our listeners well the thinking behind that is of course if you're in business english you are very concerned with uh finding vocabulary and phrases and right. listening to language related to your field or okay. your industry but you know it's very important to to review a lot mm -hmm. and part of that review is output review okay uh, speaking out loud and just the repetition, like an athlete going to the gym, working okay. out, you know, mm. is that sort of thing. Of course, you need to acquire things, but there's a certain point where you have enough passive vocabulary and yeah. understanding of grammar concepts. You just need to do it. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that self-study shouldn't just be, for example, listening to a podcast alone. It should be using what you've heard on a podcast or the words you've read in a book and using them somehow. Is that right? That's right. And it could simply mean, it could simply just be uh, speaking, you know, if you have the audio script of a podcast mm -hmm. or a newspaper article okay. you downloaded from the internet, it could just be, you know, looking at the paper, 
taking your eyes off the paper and producing that language very loudly. Well, I, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say very loudly, but uh, aggressively. <laughs> aggressively. Working those mouth muscles and working mm. on your pronunciation. Yeah, in a sense, when we do that, we're kind of retraining. I think a lot of us, if we've learned a language, a second language, we've kind of shied away from it over our lives. Maybe we've been afraid to speak out loud, right, and speak loudly. And the chance to speak loudly by yourself in a new language will break down those old habits of, of shying away and being afraid. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. So good. I, yeah. Go ahead, Skip. You know, I was just going to say, I cannot tell you how many times I have had a new student join a course and with, you know, a, a fairly good TOEIC level. And I don't really teach them anything. I just give them the opportunity to speak, many yes. speaking opportunities. And within a, a month <clears throat> or two months, they're, they're much more fluent. Oh my gosh, I love that. It's already in them, right? For you guys, it's already in you. You guys are at the upper intermediate level to advanced level. You have what you need. It's a matter of starting to speak. So this is so good. So let's go to number two then, Skip. What is your second tip for our listeners? Okay, the second tip is every student needs to create or and maintain some kind of vocabulary activation system. Yes. And what is this? This is something, it's a very personal thing. I know there are a lot of apps available out there that, mm -hmm. you know, vocabulary learning apps. Right. But, you know, I really recommend students create kind, some kind of system. And it's up to them how mm -hmm. they make it. It could be a notebook. It could be, mm. um, you know, a lot of my students use Excel. Just yeah. a simple Excel, Excel spreadsheet, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mm -hmm. a column for the keyword, a column for the translation, yes. uh, a column with an example sentence, mm. um, okay. you, you know, and then a column for the source. Where did they, was it something their teacher had written on the whiteboard yeah. or something they saw in a news article or in sure. a video? And, yeah. and they can sort that uh, Excel sheet uh -huh. and review it and again, produce it out loud. Yes. So good. Yeah. I like that you said it, you know, Excel is one option, but it doesn't have to be on Excel. I think it's about finding the, the medium where you're likely to go back to, you know what I mean? It's the same with uh, time management systems or calendar tasks Absolutely. type things, right? What, where, what are you always going to come back to? What's going to work best for you? So guys, whether it's a physical notebook, that's fine. If that's easiest for you to grab or whether it's an Excel sheet right on Google documents or something, it depends exactly. on how you act in the world, right? Right, Skip? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. One of my most successful <laughs> students, I looked at his no at his system and it was a notebook mm -hmm. and it was just chicken scratch. I couldn't make heads or tails of it, but right. he was able, he, you know, <laughs> everything's were highlighted and it worked very well for him. I love that. And so you said on, in this vocabulary notebook, we are focusing on useful language and passive language. What do you mean by that? The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. 
Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Well, I, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in Japan, you know, everyone has studied at least six years of, of English in school and they have quite, they've studied a lot of words. Definitely. And so, but they don't, you know, a lot of learners don't use those words. Mm. So I encourage students to, to pay attention to words that if they see it on the paper, they, they know it, but they know they never use it. Yeah, should go into their activation system, right. and and even if they encounter that word several times over a period of two or three weeks in different sources, they should put it into their system again. For and, sure. For and sure. as they are reviewing, they will you know it will slowly become part of their active vocabulary. Yeah, I think that really is one of the biggest struggles for our listeners is they know the words, they're out there, but how do we, it's really flipping it into making it your word and making it available immediately in conversation. So there has to be this intermediate step. And I like, Skip, that you're calling this the activation system. It's so good. It's, it's motivating, I think. So, yeah, so active vocabulary and useful vocabulary. Yes. Pertaining okay. to your industry. Okay, so let's, that leads us into the third tip, right, Skip? So what would be your third tip in terms of how to self-study with business English? This is really going to get into resources, I think. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, the third tip, number three, is to expose yourself to authentic language. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it'll vary depending on what you need. But, you know, if you are in the pharmaceutical industry, mm -hmm. you should be reading and listening to uh, topics related to the pharmacies. Yeah. Uh, if, or if you're an engineer, you know, it should be related to, to what you do. And, yeah. you know, we live in, you know, I'm sure students have heard this everywhere. Uh, and it's not a cop-out on teacher's part, but the Internet is such a great resource. Yeah. And I really have a lot of success with students uh, who spend a lot of time on YouTube. Yeah, interesting. Tell me more about that. Well, I, I, you know, Google a topic or go to YouTube and search a topic and see what comes up. But yeah. there, there are some, you know, I, I really like the Business Insider uh, channel on mm -hmm. YouTube. Yeah. They have, they have very, you know, five to 10, 15 minute uh, news reports on yeah. a business. And they're quite current. Mm -hmm. And in YouTube, uh, I'm sure, well, maybe it, not everyone is aware, but closed captioning is a fantastic resource. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I encourage students to find something on YouTube, listen to it, watch it without yeah. any closed captioning. Okay. And then watch it again with the closed captioning on using that pause button, uh, taking note using yeah. their uh, dictionary for to if there if there are words or phrases they're not sure sure of collecting them in their activation system right and okay then watching it again 
Yeah. So good. I love this idea because it's true. Like teachers can't provide all this specific knowledge in these specific industries. Like you listed here, engineering, pharmaceuticals, technology, finance. There's no way that ESL teachers can provide that insider vocabulary and knowledge, right? Absolutely. And another part of it is, you know, and this is where resources such as, you know, I don't mean to plug you, but, you know, <laughs> all ears English is great. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, you offer transcripts. I mean, that's a, that's a great, great resource mm-hmm. because students can listen to, you know, yes. authentic speakers interacting with each other. Yeah. Uh, then they have, they have an audio script that they can refer to. And I'm sure you're well aware of how, you know, students will understand it completely in written form, mm-hmm. but when they listen to it, they can't catch it. Exactly. You know, it's a great yes. place to focus on you know, connected speech and really become, you know, more accustomed to it. For sure. For sure. And then what are some of the other channels on YouTube that are just to throw out a couple of names that our listeners can go and look for? Skip, you had a couple listed here. Yeah. Yeah. So Business Insider is one. Another, Bloomberg has a channel Mm -hmm, if if mm -hmm. you're in the financial industry. Mm -hmm. CNN Money is there. Okay. Um, the, the CNN 10, which is aimed at uh, ESL students. Or, oh, I didn't um, even know about that. Um, Interesting. They, huh. they, it's like a, they, take, they, they have a host and they um, use CNN reports. And okay. It's, it's very good. Wall Street Journal has a, um, has a great channel. And, you know, I'm not a Fox watcher, but Fox right. Business is very, very good. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I mean, aspects of Fox, I'm sure, are f- are fine. <laughs> guys, it's Fox business. It's laughing. Fox business. <laughs> Maybe we should say the backstory for our listeners, guys. We're laughing because Fox News is a very, uh, it's a very conservative channel, and it's a very uh, a partisan channel. But everything nowadays is very biased. We've talked about this on other podcast, on other episodes, Skip. That the news right now is very, very biased. Um, <laughs> but yeah. these are- did did I did I mention CNN? My- <laughs> so okay, there's, there's a, a balance. There you go. We're balancing it out, guys. You can hear the undertones of the conversation. I love it. So good. So guys, write down those resources and check those out. Now, one last question, Skip, in terms of reading. Now, is there anything that we should be reading? Can we throw out any resources or ways of doing this for our listeners? Uh, I, I recommend a lot making use of uh, news websites. And mm-hmm. one, one tip I have for... Uh, reading resources. I in Japan, there are a couple of websites: Japan Today and okay. Japan Times. And what is especially good about those sites is that a student can read about domestic news. You know, news stories that are happening in Japan. Yeah, and they're already aware of the story in their first language, right. and then they get to read it in. English. And I did a little poking around. I think wherever a student is, uh, wherever they live, there are English uh, resources that the language isn't, you know, sometimes the New York Times will become very idiomatic and very uh, inside baseball. It's It's a lot to consume. Whereas, you know, reading about domestic news on an English website, uh, it it tends to be a little bit uh, less frustrating, I Mm -hmm. might say. 
Yeah, that's a great idea because we already have the context for things, right? A big part of being able to understand English is knowing the context, right? And you already have Absolutely. the context, guys. If you're reading Japan Today or or any local newspaper in English about your country, you are you're you know half the battle is already there, right? You're already there. I love it. Oh, this is fantastic, Skip. So thank you so much for coming on the show today to let us know how to kind of make business English our own. There is so much that we do need to be doing on our own, but that's empowering, right? In a sense, yeah, because yeah. We Absolutely. can take it into our own hands, right, Skip? The ball is in your court. I love it. That's such a good way to end it. So, Skip, could you let our listeners know where to find more from you, where to find you online, what you're doing, and some resources on your end? Tell us about your podcast, too. Well, sure. Um, our part, My podcast, the title is downtobusinessenglish.com, and mm-hmm. uh, each of our shows, we take a uh, business news story from that's happening somewhere in the world. Um, one of our recent stories was on the uh, GAFA group, Google, Amazon, Facebook, oh, and Apple interesting. Hauled, in, hauled in front of Congress recently. Yeah. And uh, myself and my co-host, I have one co-host, uh, Samantha Vega, who is based in New Zealand, okay. and another co-host from the UK. He's based in Edinburgh, Scotland at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, we, we discuss the story. And then we have a little section at the end called D2V, or Down to Vocabulary, where Ah. we review some of the vocabulary that had come up in our conversation. Oh, very cool. So, and you you know, listeners can visit our website at downtobusinessenglish.com. And uh, for every episode, there's a free audio script that you can download. Cool. And so when they look for your podcast too, it's written D2B on the cover. Is that right? D2B? That's right. Okay. So that's important for our listeners to know. Yeah. It's, yeah. That, thank you. So it's a blue uh, artwork and mm-hmm. it has the letters D2B. I love it. So guys, I recommend you go over and check out Skip's podcast and website because it sounds like a, a very unique and interesting format that you have and something that our listeners would definitely be interested in. A mo- you know, modern business issues are fascinating. You know, what's going on with those tech companies? We want to know, you know what I mean? And we want to know it from you and learn English through it. That's, that's awesome. Love it. If, if anyone has a topic they would like to hear us discuss, they can shoot me an email at down to business English at gmail.com. Okay. Just tell me what you would like to uh, listen to and which topic and we will do our best. Awesome. All right, Skip. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been good. I, I, I'm going to check out what you're doing over there too, myself. <laughs> okay. Well, That's thank awesome. you. All right. Take care. Have a good one. Okay. You too, Lindsay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.